Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to the Drummer Daily Podcast, the only daily podcast dedicated just to drummers. Go to my website at danielhadaway.com. Hey there, welcome back to... A long-awaited return to uh, Drummer Daily. Uh, it's been, gosh, it's probably been, has it been a month? I don't know. It's been a long time since I've recorded this. Um, and I apologize if you've been anxiously waiting uh, the return of Drummer Daily. I was on tour um, with All Sons and Daughters, um, and it just became impossible for me to keep up with everything that was going on, uh, work-wise, uh, during the tour and, and also do the podcast. So something had to give and I'm sorry that it was the podcast. Um, but I hope you'll forgive me. Um, now that we're off tour, um, it should be a lot easier for me, <clears throat> excuse me, to, uh, to keep, uh, keep this thing going consistently. So hope you're looking forward to that. I know I am. Uh, so today I wanted to talk about drumsticks, um, and I'm not, uh, I, these podcasts are short, so I can't cover everything there is to talk about drumsticks, but there's a couple of things that I thought, um, kind of like the way that I've talked about picking out drum heads before, um, something kind of along those lines where I'm going to talk about picking out drumsticks and a couple of factors, just a few things to keep in mind. Um, especially if, um, you're like I used to be, and I, I think I would be to a certain extent still, um, if I didn't have, um, a lot of, a lot of drumsticks already in my possession. I have tons and tons of Promart drumsticks, um, 5A drumsticks in my, uh, that I have. And so, uh, I'm not really motivated to change away from those right now because I have so many, I don't want to waste them or, you know, ignore them and just leave them unused. So anyway, um, but I used to change drumsticks all the time, just trying to find something that was more comfortable, that I enjoyed more. Um, and so uh, if you're like that, um, there's nothing wrong with that. It's actually kind of fun. It's kind of fun to see what new drumsticks can do for your playing or can make things easier or harder or whatever. But anyway, um, if you're like that, uh, uh, then you'll definitely get some value out of this. But anyway, um, a couple of things. Uh, I was just thinking, actually, something that's really interesting and kind of funny about Drumsticks, and this is probably making me sound old. Um, and I realize more and more these days that every time I talk, that um, that I, I keep I keep catching myself more frequently saying, "Man, this I sound old when I say this." 
Um, but here's another one. Uh, <laughs> when I was in high school and even just after high school, uh, the process of buying drumsticks was, of course, you go and you, you know, you go through the rack, go to the music store or whatever, and you, they have all those things where all the drumsticks are, uh, you know, all stacked up in those little cubbies or whatever. You pull them out and you test them out or whatever. Um, and that was kind of the first step. But then after that, you actually had to, uh, my, my drum teacher, she taught me a couple other things to do. Uh, to make sure you're getting a good pair of drumsticks. The couple of things were, number one, the grain in the wood. So you'd see, if you could see the rings um, from the wood up near the part where the, the, the kind of the, the shoulder of the stick would hit a hi-hat, if you saw the rings forming right there, this might be true a little bit with some drumsticks today uh, too. So check this out. This is actually a bonus tip here. I wasn't planning on talking about this, but um, if you see like the like, like the rings, like what you'd see in a tree, if you see those kind of uh, kind of peaking uh, and curving around with the shoulder of the drumstick, there's a more a better likelihood that those sticks are going to break quickly um, because that is the natural kind of seam and the rings on the wood or whatever, and and uh, they're they're weaker in that spot. So if you see a ring right there where you're going to be hitting like the edge of a cymbal with that part of the stick, um, you know if you have a choice, I would avoid those. Um, but so you look at that, and then uh, back in the day you would. Um, the next step I would do is I would take, like, because the, the thing was this, the drumsticks didn't come in matched pairs, like they all do now. Um, and so you just have a big bundle of individual drumsticks and you had to pick out your own too. Well, you know, wood, being a natural material, is really inconsistent. And so, uh, you know, how do you know that you're going to get two that are even the same weight? So what I would do was, the first step was um, to make sure that you were getting two drumsticks that were straight. And so I would take all the drums, like a big bundle of drumsticks out, Put them on the glass countertop at the music store, and then roll them on the on the uh, on the surface of the glass. And if it wobbled um, as it rolled, then you know the drumstick wasn't straight. You'd put that one back, and, and you'd have two piles. You have the keepers and the and the put them back pile. And so after you got after you went, did that with all the drumsticks, you end up with a keeper pile. And then you go through those. And I would actually I had learned how to hear the tone of the drumsticks. Um, you know, and feel the weight of them by hitting on, like, a lot of the drum shops have, like, you know, practice pads built into the counter or practice pads set up at the counter so you could try out drumsticks. So I actually learned how to kind of listen and feel for the different tonal characteristics between different drums, uh, drumsticks with the same model and try to match two in a pair that, that work together. And then once I did that, you kind of keep them together in a pile uh, the same way. And so it was like a, you know, I'm sure my parents were annoyed and I'm sure the people at the store were annoyed, but, you know, picking out a drumstick, drumsticks for me was like a 25 minute process. <laughs> now it's like everybody, I think Vic Firth, I, that's the first ones I knew of that, that were, um, that were doing the thing where they would match the pairs by weight and they, they tone and some other stuff. Anyway, that's not all important as much anymore now because everyone does the match pairs that you can just go and buy a pair of drumsticks and they're, they're already kind of, they've gone through that whole process already. Uh, but a couple of things that, um, I've noticed just through my years of playing that, um, again, I try to think of things that are kind of counterintuitive, you know, obviously, you know, um, how different sticks are different links, things like that. So, um, you know, we're not necessarily talking about that kind of stuff, but, um, a couple of things that I've noticed just to, to think about, uh, that people kind of overlook. One is, um, the, shape of the drum the tip on the drumstick so there's like teardrop shape and acorn and all these different names they have you know a perfect little circle 
things like that. And uh, a lot of people don't pay attention to that and consider that, especially on how the, the tip of that drumstick sounds on the cymbals they're playing, particularly on the hi-hat and the ride, uh, where you're playing with the tip of the drumstick on a cymbal pretty frequently, especially for me, particularly the ride cymbal. Um, and uh, when it comes into play is, for example, I play a uh, 22-inch, I believe, Zildjian. It's a K-Constantinople. It's like a Sound Lab prototype. So it's, I don't, it's a, it's a, I think it's a, uh, don't quote me on this. I think it's an overhammer drive with a Renaissance ride bell. I think that's right. Anyway, it's a pretty light symbol, and so it's really easy to wash out. And so I have to consider the amount of mass that's that's making contact, the amount of surface area that's making contact with the ride symbol when I pick a drumstick. There's a lot of mass, a large drumstick tip hitting that symbol. It's going to wash out a little bit more. It's going to be a little less pingy, um, a little less definition, uh, depending on how loud I'm playing. Uh, now a smaller tip sound. You think about it like a like a, a needle dropping onto a cymbal versus a, you know, a hammer. Uh, you know, you get a smaller edge tip hitting the the cymbal. It's going to be a higher pitch, a little more pingy, a little more definition. So, I had to kind of balance that out and pick out what, um, what was suited to me. Now right now what I'm playing is I'm playing five A's, which is a pretty standard drumstick size for all the different makers. And then I think they're. Um, I think they call it teardrop. I'm not sure. It's like the long kind of oval shape uh, that, uh, you know, is pretty standard on drumsticks. I'm playing with those. It's a nice balance between being large and weighty and and thick and uh, and really thin and light. Now, um, if if Promark made a 5A with a tiny little little head on it, I prob- a tip on it, I probably would, would go that route. Um, but I don't think they do. Um, so that's one thing to consider. Second thing to consider is um, how big around the drumsticks are. People don't think about that a lot. Uh, different drumsticks are not all the same diameter. The how you know how, how thick they are in your hand. Um, I used to play uh, my favorite drumstick for a long time was a Vic Firth SD2 Bolero, and it was a maple drumstick, I believe. So it was really really lightweight. It wasn't it was it was a big th- it was a thicker drumstick. Um, but it felt really lightweight because it was made of maple. And so you'd see these drumsticks and you think, oh man, those things are, you know, they weigh a ton, but then you pick them up and they, um, they don't weigh that much. And and fun fact, uh, when I was using these on tour, one of the other bands, the guy, the drummer, um, it's actually, it was Stu Smith from Delirious. He was looking at my drums. I saw from a distance, he walked up and was looking at my drumsticks. He's like, man, what are these drumsticks? And he picked up a drumstick and hit the snare drum one time and the stick broke in half. So uh, that's because you have the, the sticks were maple. They're a, a lighter wood. Um, anyway, I'll never forget that story. It was really funny to me. He felt really bad about it. I think he gave me a pair of drumsticks to replace them. But he he, was, he looked at the drumstick and they looked really heavy and thick and he, he hit, gave it a good hit on the snare and it just broke right in half. So anyway, um, that was pretty funny. So the thickness of the drumsticks, the diameter of the drumsticks, um, it's not, and that's not that's not so much going to affect uh, in, a, in a specific default way how how uh, how uh, you know you play or how a drum sounds, but it'll affect your comfort. So you should consider that and look at that and, and pay attention to that when you're checking out drumsticks. Um, and then uh, I guess one last thing I want to talk about uh, with drumsticks is pay attention to the taper or so. Uh, you know, sticks drumsticks uh, go. If you follow them from the, the bottom of the stick close to where you hold them all the way up to the tip, you know, three quarters and a majority of the stick is just straight 
up. And then as it gets close to the tip, it tapers down to a smaller end. Well, the shape of that taper, how gradually it happens, how, how, um, where exactly on the length of the stick it starts makes a difference. Um, and can affect the balance of the stick and how, how it feels in your hand. Um, and so, uh, going back to that example of those Vic Firth SD2 Bolero sticks, they looked really thick. Um, but what I loved about them was the shoulder started really high up on the stick. So it almost got to the tip of the stick before it started tapering in towards the tip. Um, and that in combination with it being maple gave it this really cool balance that I loved. It was a stick that was evenly balanced, maybe a little bit weighted towards the tip of the stick, but then it had this tiny little tip on it that kind of offset how how heavy it was, and it was uh, a wonderful stick for that reason. But um, just keep in mind that uh, that that's another factor that people ignore a lot, and kind of going along with that, uh, the balance of the stick, where is the weight really sitting naturally on the stick? Where um, does the stick, when you hold it in your hand, does it kind of want to, um, does it feel more weighted towards the tip of the stick where you're hitting the drum, or does it feel like it's weighted more towards your hand where you hold it. Now, again, I don't endorse any drumstick company. Um, so I'm just talking based on, you know, what I know is out there in the market right now. I'm not the biggest gear guy. So forgive me for not knowing everything there is about every company, but I do know that Promark, uh, has a, like they just came out with that. Um, it's like the forward and rebound sticks and they're basically the same stick, but they let you know when you buy them, are they more weighted towards the tip of the stick or towards the handle of the stick? Um, now, out of those two, I got to try a pair of 5As that were, that were both. Um, they, like, you know, they had that beta program, I think, where you could, they'd send you some stuff. And so I tried that out, and I I mean, I over-the-top preferred the, the Rebound, which is the ones that were weighted more towards your hands than the tip. I like a light touch. I like, every, uh, I like, I like that I have the ability to play quietly. Um, but I, I, so I love even more any tool that gives me the ability to kind of, uh, or gives me help in, in achieving that. So, um, I love sticks that help me play quietly, um, but still sound like drumsticks. Um, and so maybe we'll talk about alternative drumsticks in another episode, like all the other crazy stuff, like broomsticks and hot rods and kind of what I like about each. Uh, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll do that. Anyway, this episode has gone on way too long. I guess I'm making up for lost time uh, over the last few uh, few weeks that I've missed. So I hope you're doing well. Um, like I said, this should be uh, more regular now. So make sure if you haven't been checking the feed or checking out the blog that you do. Um, and this is being recorded uh, in late uh, late November, so right before Thanksgiving. Um, so if you're hearing this later, my plan is to relaunch, reopen back up Boom Click Bootcamp on December 1st. Um, it will be early December. It may not be exactly on the 1st, but it'll be close to that. So um, I believe right now you can go to boomclick.net. And if you go there, there'll be a sign up that you can do to basically all it is, is just you telling me, hey, I want to know as soon as the doors are open. You're not signing up to, you know, pay for anything, anything like that. You're just letting me know that you'd like uh, to, to be notified when the doors open back up. So if that sounds like something you might be interested in, uh, again, Boom Click, Boom Click Bootcamp is uh, a bootcamp for drummers uh, to help you learn how to get better at playing with a click track and get get better really fast, get drastically better in two weeks is what it is. Uh, so uh, if that interests you, 
please check out boomclick.net. Otherwise, I will talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with me through this break. And uh, I'll look forward to talking to you a lot more frequently in the future. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 